With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everybody? It's your guy, Ike Jones, and we are back. The Amen Corner back in the building, Kenny B. Podcast P. Let's see if we can do it do it right this time. Can I get an amen? <coughs> amen? That was a lot better. I mean, maybe the warming up of the vocals or whatever. Yeah, man. This is the Amen Corner Podcast. A collection of SEC football fans from different SEC teams coming together to talk ball once a week. Powered by the War Report. Representing Georgia, Paul Meharry. Representing Florida, Kenny B. And representing Auburn, Ike Jones. You are now, now listening, to, listening to. Let's get into it, man. We are back. Amen Corner talking a little bit. College football's here, man. It's no more like it's about to be here. Week zero has happened. Week one, and as a our guy, uh, Paul, likes to say week zero and a half is uh, right upon us. As you all are listening to this, Florida is going to be playing Utah tonight. At the time of this recording, of course, that's not happening. But when you're listening to it, it's Thursday, and Florida versus Utah is going to be happening. Uh, let's start with week zero games. The only week zero game that involved an SEC opponent was Vanderbilt. Did you guys get a chance to check out Vandy? I did. I didn't watch the game, but I saw the highlights. You still, you still playing Madden, Kenny? Yeah, man. You know, I, you know, uh, real football has started. <laughs> I know, man. But you know, okay. I'm in the league and it started, and you know, I got to do what you got to do. Hmm. Yeah, I watched Vandy Ike because um, you know that's what we do as analysts. Uh, we have a mm-hmm. podcast. You know, we mm-hmm. we do stuff to you know, you know, make make the viewers happy, Ike. You know, uh. and. uh I mean, I'm sure you probably bad. watched UMass. You probably watched I did. UMass. Yeah. I, I, I watched it. Matter of fact, just finished doing the film breakdown for the channel. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So Yeah. So, you know, um, <laughs> no part-timers around here. Uh, we, we watched Vandy. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it, that game, I actually fell asleep at halftime. Uh, and <laughs> It got interesting towards the end, though. It got interesting towards the end. Yeah. I thought they were going to blow them out. That's what everybody was saying, right? Hawaii was a terrible team. Top uh, worst, you know, bottom five in the nation and they held on to Vandy pretty tight. Only lost by seven, Kenny. Right. I don't know if that's good for, (laughs) I don't know how you want to look at that one. That one's a little, it's a little, (laughs) a little crazy. That's a little tough. Uh, Vandy did not, they had, they had that one kid McGowan. He looked decent. Uh, Besides so, that, I, I heard somebody trying to. Uh, I don't remember whether it was on the broadcast or otherwise. Somebody, I heard someone recently say they thought he was the fastest receiver in the SEC, and I thought that was malarkey. Well, I mean, he might have been the fastest receiver in Week Zero in the SEC, <laughs> uh, right? You know, but but I think y'all always, got look though. There always is one kid at Vandy who can play ball. There's always one. So a couple years ago is that tack that left tackle that transferred to Bama. Um, who was that freaking linebacker? The linebacker, yeah, Zach oh, uh, Cunningham. Zach, yeah, Zach Cunningham. That yeah. dude was a freak. Yeah, and had nil been and transfer portal yeah. been around back yeah. then. Yeah, we speaking of that. how we yeah we talked about the last yeah. Um, thing. Yeah, he'd have been he'd he would have been, been a, a high commodity. commodity. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he, he, I mean, I, is he still in the NFL? He had a good career with the well, Texans for a while. I don't um, know if he's still playing. You know, I, like I stuff think up. he is, but I think Hell, he's more of a journeyman. Play, playing on franchise, ain't you? Just see if you can go pick him up. <laughs> Let's see. No, but, uh, but yeah, Zach no, I think he's still Zach Cunningham. I think he's still in the league, but I think he's like one of those like free agent journeymen. Um, he was with the Texans for a hot minute. He says he's with the Eagles. Yeah, I don't know if he made the fifty-three man or not. But in 2022, he played in six games. 
hmm. and had 15 tackles. So, you know, I mean, he's yeah. coming to the end of his career, though. So it's been a while since For he's sure. been in there. So anyway, but yeah, so Vandy week one looked decent. They So I don't know. I mean, it's 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 early game, so you don't want to do too much judgment on it. But their defense was up and down in that game. It was it, they play good for a minute and then they do something stupid. Um, Hawaii is not is really not a good team, though. Like I I remember distinctly there was a particular play it was delayed so i had an opportunity to watch most of both games because they were going to be on at the exact yeah. same time yeah. right it was supposed to be a seven o'clock and then a seven thirty kick but i got an opportunity to watch most of vandy because of the delayed kickoff um there in that middle school stadium uh i don't know what yo, in the world yo made. what's up with the two cranes holding the scoreboard they did not have the stadium ready for the game but man so i asked i asked around apparently that it never was going to be ready that was like a thing yeah. but i also don't think when that i was there for media days i was looking at the stadium i was like there's no way they're finished missing time I, I also <laughs> don't, like i also don't think that the administrators and the athletic director realized what that meant was they were going to have to hold the scoreboard up by two cranes nuts you know like that's there's a difference right like yeah. oh hey man we're running a little behind yeah Got a and, little few yeah. cosmetic things right. and scoreboards held this sec- up. By this section will be closed. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a and then there's also the hey, we need to make sure we keep those two cranes for the rental on the weekend. Make sure you pay the extra right. to keep them, and we're gonna hold a scoreboard up with that. Not to mention, there's, there's pretty much no other big games this weekend, so everybody will be watching. Right? Yeah, right. yeah. We're the only <laughs> SEC team going. Uh, and we're gonna be made a laughing stock. Everybody's gonna see our floating scoreboard. Yeah. Only thing would have made it better was it just fell. But you know, I don't want to wish wish bad luck on nobody. But yeah, uh, nonsense. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm, I'm watching the game, get an opportunity to watch it late game, uh, and there's a point in time where Swan, the quarterback for Vandy, 100 percent threw a pick six that the Hawaii defender dropped. And I remember watching the game, and I was like, I guarantee you, they score on this drive. Like had they had they had he caught the pick six. They'd have been within a score after that, and I, and it would have been an interesting game. And I was like, I guarantee you Vanderbilt scores on this drive because that's what happens. If you're a bad team and you miss the opportunity to take advantage of a mistake by the other team, the other team will capitalize off of that almost immediately. Three plays later, he magically escapes the pocket, throws this ridiculous pass across his body to midfield, and they it's, a, it's like a third and seven, and he gets like – 30 yards on it and they score in a couple plays. I was like, see, you had your opportunity right there to make this an interesting game. Now it got interesting late again, but that pick six would have changed the momentum in the game. And that was their opportunity to make this into something. And they screwed it up. Um, Absolutely. But that's what bad teams do, man. Bad teams just continue to find ways to lose games. So in Hawaii, plus is week zero, man. Like everybody kind of, like it's it's a survive week zero, survive week one, because nobody really has been going crazy during training camp. Um, so this is a this is the point where it's like, God, please don't do that thing you've been doing all all spring and all fall. Like, right. please don't do that bad habit. Right. And uh, yeah, man, it's just like a survive. So when these schools like in Florida always books these big games, I'm like, fam, like please can we start with like. You know, yeah, make it a week Florida, two game. Right? Like, why do you want to start <laughs> week one? Week one against Utah is ambitious. Like, come on, let's be like a week two matchup against Utah. Okay, I, I get it. But week one, you don't even want to get the rust out. You just want to go straight to you know. Let's let's get straight into the meat of the schedule. Week one, Utah. Before that was Michigan. Before that was Miami. It's like, yo, can we get like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like I don't the LSU Florida State situation. I'm just like, yeah, I really want to jump out the gate like this. Okay, yeah, the, you know, but at the same time, it's it's all a business in the yeah, end. I mean, I gotta, get it. They're trying to sell the kickoff matchups on right. the TV. Which, they have to have some kind of big games week one. You know, the, there's this news fest. There's some decent uh, Thursday night. I'll obviously be watching Florida Utah, yeah. but all eyes on that game. Yeah, Nebraska Minnesota is also on for like that's, that's an interesting that's game. I mean, just yeah. because you know you got the new coach there at Nebraska, right? Uh, you know, Minnesota. PJ PJ Fleck is a guy who just like he popped up on the radar his first year, and he's kind of 
He's been a like, dud since, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, he I was a culture, hot name. I heard the culture's kind of weird up there with with Fleck. Yeah, the whole row the boat thing just kind of uh. It, it, yeah, it's just, and I think it's just like I heard some stuff happen up there, man. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's been interesting. It's not northwestern interesting, but it's definitely interesting. I was telling my uh, girl's stepdad about northwestern, and I really couldn't describe it. He was like, <laughs> "Say what? Yeah, it, it, well, hold on a second. You, you're saying they did this?" And I was like, "Yeah." yeah. I was yeah. like, "Here's the ESPN article. I'm not making this up." Um, but yeah, there's stuff going on up in Minnesota. I'd be surprised if he. But apparently they're seven and a half point uh, favorites against Nebraska. Speaking of Nebraska, not to get oh. off subject here, man, SEC I really feel for right? uh, for uh, Eric Gilbert, man. Oh yeah, I saw. You that. guys see the TikTok? The, oh yes, the video, the, video? the surveillance video of what yeah. happened. I was like, oh, oh my this. god, yeah, he, he's definitely down bad, bro. He's yeah, man, and bad. you know he was waiting on that waiver uh, to play for Nebraska. I think they were hoping that it was going to come in like today tomorrow wow for him to play against minnesota it's just it's sad man because like i know i know the backstory of mm-hmm. of him pretty well because he was at georgia and he right. obviously was a recruit in georgia uh i've been covering him for a long time and it, he had he is probably the one guy that you can look at and be like man what if right. you know like he, he he could be in the league right now making millions yeah. but it's all about who you surround yourself with if you get caught up, um, personality traits play a factor. It just it sucks, man. And now he's got to go through. You have to reap what you sow. You know, you break into somebody's business. It is what it is. Um, but now he's got to reap that whole, you know, video, and it's just not a good. Yeah, look. I don't. I don't know that he ever gets an opportunity again. That that was not a good yeah. look. Well, that's his third. Anything. This is his third college, Ike. So yeah. I mean, I I don't know how. Technically, it's fourth because <laughs> he was what at Florida mean? for a oh, little bit. Yeah. And- yeah. They couldn't get him in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I don't think what could he what could he even do at this point? Like realistically, let's say yeah. let's say tomorrow he wakes up, he's a changed man. Could he go to JUCO? No, I don't even know. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, some, he, I he might be on some last chance you type of situation, maybe, yeah. right? But like I just don't I mean, even with thought, that, like no matter how talented he is, I just don't know if an NFL team's gonna take a chance on him. No, nah, you oh. Nah, you've got too many skeletons in the closet, man. Um, go ahead and, you know, I don't know, sign up to be a real estate agent or something and, and play off your name. I, mean, I don't know. It's just, it's sad. Because I, I was looking forward to seeing him. I was I was looking forward to seeing him at Nebraska. And just hopefully a change right. of scenery, right. change of conference. I mean, you out in Nebraska. You're out in the middle of nowhere. Like, your boys That's ain't around. Sometimes. And, yeah, you're right, Kenny. <laughs> a, a wandering mind. Uh, sometimes makes you break into a, a vape shop. You know, I don't know. I don't know either. And it's uh, like I said, it's sad. Uh, but hopefully, whatever needs to happen for that young man to get back on track, hopefully that happens in short order because stuff like that, if it spirals too far, it goes like that. That could have been a, a terrible situation where, you know, somebody's still posted up in there with like a, a shotgun and they yeah. hit the door and it's like, all right, well. Oh, well, that and I mean, he he picked up that brick and the and, you know or whatever he threw in there. He's going to take it back out with him. Mm-hmm. You know what if a cop had a, a trigger right. finger? Yeah. You know you got the brick in your hand. He he doesn't know what you're doing. So yeah, I mean it it could have turned turned really bad. Um, and you know hopefully hopefully he gets it turned around. Unlike the Florida Gators, though, I don't think they're turning around against Utah. <laughs> did you did you watch the Swamp Kings? No, Are you I not didn't. motivated, Kenny, Kenny? Oh, we need to talk why, about why this. Would, why we, would Swamp Kings motivate anybody we right need now to talk for about football? this? Did you see all? Go ahead, Kenny. Please, please motivate. It was a grind. It's, hey, man, you come to grind four to six seconds. That's all we need. Four to six seconds of your best effort. Balls to the wall. Mm. Hey, I didn't man, watch what, it, so this is all you know. This is all interesting. I did. Go I ahead. guarantee, Urban. Would <laughs> when that none of none of what they did would work like the stories they told and it was pretty much just like like war dog stories like yo when we were working out this was happening Brandon Sider like yo I told a kid if he messed up again I'm gonna punch him in his face he messed up again so I punched him in his face like you know Irvin was like I mean I'm I built this culture so I get why but like you know it it, it was showing just how hungry they all were in the beginning and mm-hmm. then how it kind of just 
went off, off the, the rails. It, like, it was it was it was like too much. Like Urban wasn't prepared. Like nobody was. Everybody's like, yo, this is not even fun no more. Like they went to Natty and was like, you know, after the next year they're like, yeah, this is it's too much. But here's the thing so. though, Kenny, they left out all of the important pieces, like 40 players getting arrested, Cam Newton's laptop, the Pouncey brothers, Aaron Hernandez. We act like he didn't even exist. I mean, but re- really, what did you want them to say about Aaron Hernandez? Like, were you expecting him to come and be like, yeah, so yeah, he killed these guys on campus <laughs> when he was on campus? Like, no. It's that's just not, untold stories. A, this isn't yes, a fluff but there's, piece. It's, the problem, but it's not a hit piece either. The problem is, Kenny, when you tell stories like that, I mean, there's good and bad. You got to show both. The problem is, they Urban show Myers, bad. Man, shit, they ain't show bad. They show, they, they no, they didn't show. Like they showed some stuff when like some guys got arrested and things like that. But no, they're not gonna. They're not going to give you the obvious things that everybody's looking for. Like yes, everybody's looking for the Aaron Hernandez thing. They already got a documentary about the Aaron Hernandez thing. You want to go watch it? Go watch it. Like they're not gonna make that whole thing about. <laughs> Can we at least Aaron act Hernandez. like it existed though? I mean, it's a lot that they, a lot of people that they didn't talk about, which was one of the things that I didn't like, like they didn't highlight, like they talked a little bit about certain people, but they didn't you really. Saw, you saw your boy death. Cam. He he was like, hey, we we just, what what's the uh, quarterback's name? Chris um, Leak. Yeah. He was Chris like, Leak. I'm just going to pretend like Chris Leak wasn't that guy. Oh, okay. man. All right. That was disrespectful. Yeah. They, the, the whole time was just like, oh, we're just one quarterback away, you know, getting a quarterback for our system. And they just kind of played Chris Leak like. He wasn't a five-star, number-one rated quarterback coming out. That he didn't lead the Gators to the natty. Like Tebow came in and got uh, third and two, third and one. Like he wasn't coming in leading drives. Right. So it, it was it was pretty disrespectful. I ain't gonna lie, but um, yeah, man. Like people were looking for the hard hitting. Well, yeah, man. We're all snorting coke and duh, duh. like no, <laughs> like you're not like. You get they got some stuff like you know some crazy stories and stuff like that, but there wasn't going to be anything that um that we didn't know already as far as the bad stuff. Um, but there was a couple moments, man. They talked about uh one of the players I can't remember his name, but how Urban was like uh, he kicked him off the team and uh, he wound up like dying the next year because he kind of like you know, fell off and all the bad stuff. But yeah, man. It was a good documentary. Y'all should watch it. What were you going to say about it, uh, though, though, uh, Paul? Like, what what were your issues with it? I told you. There's so much stuff that got left out. Yeah, got left out, man. Like, I didn't even watch it, but I saw TikToks of things. There was a a, um, a tweet. Yes, a guy. Yes. There was a tweet (laughs) that went out. And uh, go ahead, Kenny. What were you going to (laughs) say? No, the video. He pretty much wanted to hear four episodes of Every bad press that <laughs> Florida happened, like every bad thing, like it wasn't a, it wasn't about that. Like it wasn't about uh, the all that bad stuff. It, it was some sprinkle stuff, but it was about the journey of the team, Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow, the team, and stuff like that. It wasn't, it wasn't what you were expecting if it you sh- were sh- not a Gator fan, been, right? No, it shouldn't have been. No, why not? I mean, like for what? Because it's supposed to be the untold story. We're supposed to get back. We're not supposed to have Tim Tebow sitting there going, yeah, guys, we had a great team and we fought real hard together and everything was great. And we, we fought so hard together. And yes, I'm Tim Tebow. No, man, I want to <laughs> hear about the, the nitty gritty shit, man. I want to hear like. This was, mean, a, it was a it was a Tim Tebow PR campaign. He's trying to get was, into. Um, no, a, they say it's a they say it's more of an urban redemption story oh Arby's and, uh, trying to get back into football again so they need to make him look like he was you know motivating young men to win at any cost like i have no idea i didn't watch it i didn't you, you, i have no idea like, you should you should really watch like just on some like just to watch a good football i still like, haven't watched the johnny manziel joint so i don't know like i just i, I won't watch that bs high on hbo but i don't have time man Ooh, like, i started it yeah, that dude's crazy. That dude's a psycho. Psycho. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe by the next time we record, I will have. Uh, I don't know. It's football back. I don't, I don't really know if I'm right. Watch, I ain't got uh, time for it. Documentaries got... on football. I'm gonna watch <laughs> nah. actual games and nah. 
stuff like that. But speaking of football, <laughs> let's get back into the current Florida Gators, not the ones in a documentary that is apparently disappointing to Paul. Let's Mary. talk about the ones that are going to disappoint Kenny B on Thursday. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all, I can do is, all I can do is laugh and smile. You really, okay, 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 okay. Like before Kenny goes in in depth about these Gators, look me and I know I know the folks ain't looking, but look me in the eyes, KB. You Absolutely. think the Gators is gonna win? Ten points. Oh, he. I'm about to say he definitely ten they're points. Win. Oh, there's Five. no doubt in his mind that they are going to go <laughs> like, and mop them in this game. I'm not gonna say mop, but I definitely a don't. ten point dub on the road is mopping, in my opinion. Oh, I yeah. mean, I think. I think the tenth point can be uh, more of a like icing, you know. Icing so they're the game, up by three, like that or they're up by seven. They get another seven, score, and you know, cap. I yeah. got you. I mean, that's not mopping. That's a that's a hard fought game where you just kind of iced it. Yeah. I, okay. All right. I give him a little respect. Grand Mertz don't play. Grand Mertz still no. getting love. You know what I'm saying? Out here in these streets, people trying to. I, I uh somebody was talking about oh I think it was uh Josh Pate Josh Pate who's a friend of of, of the War of Poor was talking about how these redemption stories with guys who they just needed a change of environment and that change of environment was what they needed to unearth their true potential and how that could be Graham Mertz this year. Absolutely. Why not Mertz? It could. I mean, it, it could be. Why not Mertz? <laughs> I mean, it, it could be, but Money you know, Graham, baby. Money you know, Graham. Hashtag <laughs> Money Graham. Hashtag Highs Mertz, baby. Have you have you have you tweeted out the Money Graham? After, ever since the last show. Oh my God. I missed that. You should have you should have added me in that one, man. Don't, yeah. don't be trying to take credit for my uh my, if that if that catches on, man, Kenny, I want my credit, bro. Has it caught on? I feel like it should. Like I, that's kind of that's kind of nice. Yeah, some some people have been uh you know reposting, resharing. Yeah, you know I, need, I need I need my credit. If it if it winds up on a t-shirt somewhere, somebody needs to come holler at your boy. Cause uh you know. go ahead and put it. Hey, the war report, just so y'all know the war report does merch, man. Why don't we get hey Ike? So I mean, this might be a conversation for off the show, but why not do it on the show? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get some merch? Some some Amen Corner merch. I can see like, if I can cook some up, man. Like uh, Ike, can you be in Podcast P? Yeah, we can like, do something. Some, like I don't that. know. I don't know if people would really rock that though. It like, don't matter, bro. It's, if, if they don't, it, it, I will being on the merch store is all it needs to be. If if, if one person buys it, then you'd be like, "Yo, check this out, man." Somebody right, right, shirt, fam. right. I mean, I get my mom to buy one. She buy hey, one. Hey, there it is. I'll see what I could do, man. I'll see what I could. You do. know, what? I'm just saying. You know, I think it'd be cool. You know, to have merch or whatever. You know, man. <laughs> That's what's up. We'll we'll, we'll see if we can work that thing out, man. Uh, uh, but you ahead, you calling the ten point dub for That's your crazy. boys? That's crazy. Against Utah Absolutely. in week zero and a half on the Thursday night primetime situation, huh? That's crazy. Absolutely. How many how many rushing yards is Florida going to put up against Utah in game one? Ooh, uh, I said we put up by like a buck 70. Buck a buck 70 is respectable. I thought you was going to go crazy. Okay, a buck 70 is res- – so if you're calling it a 10-point situation, what kind of score do you th- – like how many points do you think you're going to score in this game? Um, As a team, yeah. I have us uh, – as what a team, so you're thinking about say. defensive yeah, touchdowns are going to happen, special teams right. touchdowns? Because, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I, I also want to preface this by Vegas has a 45 and a half, so don't go crazy. I want to keep okay. – I want to make – you know, I I want you to go out on the limb, but I also want to respect you. You know Like, I want to help you out. So, um, don't man, go too crazy here, please. Uh, no, it wasn't nothing crazy. It really – I, for, I forgot. It what can't I said. be I too crazy like if you 20, think you're only going – if you're not going over 200 yards rushing. So, like, what what are we doing? It was like uh, – uh, like a 24-35 type thing. Or so like, you think you're going to um, put up 35 with an, and rushing less than 200 yards? Where are all these points coming from? Y'all, I mean, I think we, Money Graham I is going to sling it like that? No. Money Graham going to have to have See, 300. I think, I, think he'll throw, I think he'll throw one. Maybe – well, he'll throw one. I think we're rushed to. Wait, where's the yardage uh, coming from, though, to get the points? Where are you getting the 35, bro? I think we'll – we'll, um, You're just breaking a couple long down. runs in there? Yeah, break a couple long runs. 
thinking dunk across the field. I think we'll get a, a defensive touchdown. Okay, a defensive um, touchdown. Like, all right, so all right, we we we're. You said th- let's just call it thirty four twenty four, just so we can you know yeah, figure out how we're gonna get there, right? Because that's like a defensive touchdown takes you down to twenty eight, right? Am I doing my math right? Twenty five? Uh-huh. Nah, twenty six. Mm-hmm. Somebody help me with the math on that. Uh, twenty seven. Twenty seven. All right, so that's twenty seven. You thinking you're going to get how many rushing touchdowns you think is going to happen? We'll probably get about two rushing touchdowns. All right. So we're down to 33. Am I doing math right? No, man, not 33, but um, 13. So you need a uh, merch has got to throw one and you're going to kick a field goal. That's what we're doing. Yeah, one pass yeah, and two rushing, one defensive and a field goal. That's how you, you're generating points yeah, this man. game. It could be a solid. Yeah, man, it could be a solid uh situation right there, man. Okay, I, I, I see how the numbers work. Utah's got a good defense, though, Kenny. Like, we're going to pretend like Utah's defense is you – think, you think Cam Rising is going to make that big of a difference with him not being there that their defense is just going to be worn out and you guys are going to run it down their throat fourth quarter? Is that is that where we're getting to? Um, I got a feeling that they will expect us to run it down their throat all the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we necessarily will run it down their throat the whole time. I think we'll probably pass a little bit more than people expect, and that will set up some big runs. Uh, like I don't, like I said, I don't expect um, Merch to throw it thirty times, hmm. but maybe like twenty-one to twenty-four times. I, you know, I could expect uh, twenty-four you know, times. Okay, and you say he's going through. I'm just trying to figure out how we get to that. 34 is a big number, man. It's it's a big number to score, man. I'm not, you know. I mean, Billy offenses were going about what 20 something. I don't know no, how many points defense, per game that was scoring last it year. It was uh, it was it was so it was something good. I want to say it was like how many 20, how many points did you guys score last year against Utah? Ooh, I Google it, Paul. I don't. <laughs> uh, I don't. I I don't remember, but I know. We had to. We got like a two point twenty nine, twenty six, twenty nine. Okay, twenty six, twenty nine, and we and we were pretty, we were pretty bad last year, man. Like, you know, if you want to, like, be real, like we weren't, we didn't play great. Like they didn't play great either, but we surely didn't play great. So, hmm. um, so you feel like you guys are going to play better and they're going to play worse because they're going to score less points and y'all are going to score significantly more. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me think about this for a second. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't, but I don't think they're going to be terrible. But I think from watching all of the, you know, the the, inter- the interviews and the, the shows and things of what Utah is, they're focusing on, mm-hmm. it's, it don't sound like they're really expecting, they really don't know what, we have as far as uh, our athletes on the edges and things like that. They really think it's going to be a run the ball 80 times, stuff it down your throat. Ricky Paris Hall is going to just tear us apart. And I don't think that's the case. I mean, we have uh, our, our wide receivers are, are pretty, pretty good. Like they're not household names, but all of them can fly. All of them can shake and bake like, I, you know what? I, I don't doubt mm-hmm. it, right? Like, I don't doubt that Florida has some talented, uh, explosive potential guys there. I'm still, listen, I, I, I'm i just, he's going to have to make me a believer. I'm just telling you straight up right now, yeah. Graham Merch is going to have to make me believe that he can get it done. And until look, he does. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, if you can't get it done on Thursday night on primetime, then it doesn't matter what he does the rest of the season. Everybody's going to still think it's the same Graham Mertz. Doesn't matter if he throws for 400 against Georgia. He doesn't do it on Thursday night. Folks gonna be like, "Yep, it's the Did, same dude." Nah, I don't know. We'll, we're we're quick to forget if you get us a, a solid dub. Like you can look bad in the game, but come around and ball out. They're like, "Hey, man, that that was a fluke." We'll we'll find an excuse to make. Hey, look. Uh, so I decided to look up Cam Rising while you were talking about how you were not going to get to thirty-five points, uh, and they had their final media availability. This was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he was a bit cryptic. They asked him if he's going to play. And uh, he said, I feel, quote, I feel pretty damn good right now. And then they asked him about Kyle Whittingham's quote 
uh, from last week saying it's a 10 minutes before kickoff decision. He said maybe seven minutes laughing while he said it. Yeah, I think Cam Rising is going to play in this game. I think he's going to play too, but is he going to be a hundred percent? Is the question like how how close to one hundred percent is he going to be? Look, how, look, he could be sixty five percent, and I still think he's a better quarterback than Graham Mertz. And that's not throwing shade. Oh, that's that's, that's, that's real. Shady, though. <laughs> that's I mean, real. That, I, can, like, listen, I'm, I'm not can, even. I'm not even. You, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that based on what he did at Wisconsin. Like I'm not mad at that. Uh, that take. Now, but now, I'll say, now, now, Florida Grand Mertz might be different. Wisconsin Grand Mertz. I'll say this. Wisconsin coaches. Did you see what uh, what Billy said? What Josh Pate said that uh, Billy told him SEC Media Day about when he talked to the coaches from Wisconsin. The Wisconsin coaches came out and told him, was like, look, man, during the evaluation process of when Billy was looking for all the guys, he said, look, we definitely mismanaged Grand Mertz. We did not use him right. We did not use him correctly. We what's the correct way to use service? Grand Mertz <laughs> is uh I think he's a play action style uh quarterback and he's and what a, were they he's asking him to do at Wisconsin. Hand the ball off 30 times and then you know save him with with his arm. But by that time it's like is is sometimes you're playing too late. Like you can't be playing. So you're saying the, the issue is they didn't let him throw enough early to get into a rhythm. Yeah, I mean that's what I would be assuming. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, what I mean, because here's something. Like Wisconsin was a they're they're a heavy play action team, you know. So I'm just like, what what's what's the big difference in this Billy uh, scheme? I almost called it Billy Donovan. I'm used to another Billy being in Florida. Well, I, anyway. I bet Kenny wishes Billy Donovan was coaching this team right now. I mean, Billy Donovan coached basketball. So <laughs> yeah, was, I mean, you know. <laughs> but still, uh, basketball yeah. season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what what's what's going to be the difference in this scheme for Graham Mertz? That's going to unearth all of this potential to have him used properly is what I want to know. Maybe maybe concept, uh, you know, things like that. Like I, I have no idea, but for the the coaches from. Wisconsin to come out and say like, yo, we, we messed, we messed up with him. Mm. You know, we didn't use him right. Uh, You know, it it gives you some, 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 some hope. It gives you some thing like, all right, maybe, you know, maybe he will give us something different. And like I said, you know what makes this hard for me to swallow, Kenny, you know, what makes this really hard for me to swallow that Graham Mertz is potentially going to be that guy for you all. What? It's the fact that y'all were trying so hard to get this kid to reclassify and come to play this season for Florida that ended up at Ole Miss. Like, that's mm. what makes it hard for me because I'm like, why are y'all trying so hard to get this kid out of high school to come play if Mertz is it, it can get the job done? Like, let the kid go. Do- I'm, I think because of depth, like, um, also oh, Jack Miller he- is the one who's really trash. Yeah, I think Jack Miller, his injury, like he his injury bug, like he has like tendonitis in his shoulder last year, which is hand, then his wrist. Like it's always like the injury bug. And then after that, all you have is Max Brown, hmm. who is a guy that started playing quarterback like 11th grade, who's a phenomenal, phenomenal athlete, but he doesn't have that uh experience that you have want. a Max Brown package. They're gonna have him just come in and, and do some No, nah, probably not. I doubt it. They're not going to take advantage that. of a phenomenal he athlete. He ain't, he ain't AR type where he was like, yo, I got to find a way to get him on the field. But if he got in the game, he could probably make some plays. But um, you don't want to just have two healthy quarterbacks and then the, uh, the Okay, I got you. I got the, you. They don't want to get him hurt because they don't really have nobody yeah, else to go like, to. If he get, I, I, okay, all right. Hey, look, uh, just came out uh, Tuesday – Mark Long from the Associated Press says, quote, from what I understand, they at least kicked the tire or they at least made a phone call to gauge interest in whether or not Cam Rising is looking to transfer. Florida did this mm. back when Kitna was arrested, Richardson went pro, and Rashada's NIL deal fell through all in the same month. They hollered at Cam Rising. Apparently. Absolutely. They, they now, I just, I just look- find that kind of, kind of wild that that's coming out 
two days before. I mean, that's that, that's that somebody probably held that story and was waiting to, to drop right. that right before the game was. They're like, look, we we'll get the most clicks right now with two days before. <laughs> Listen, man, that right. happened to us with our LSU clip, man. We put out an interview with Coy Moore like in the summer, and some LSU podcast went and clipped it and put it out the week of the game against LSU about Coy Moore saying he felt like he was the best wide receiver in that LSU room. Oh yeah, that went that went viral. Yeah. So I was like, yo, how y'all doing after that? Uh, the viral thing last week, y'all good? Oh, I'm super good. We talk, oh, you talking about, us talking about the whole situation with Tebow? Yeah, care nothing about that. <laughs> I heard my feelings talking about Tim Tebow can't throw. Everybody knows that. <laughs> it's not, that's not, it's not breaking news. Tim Tebow knows Tim Tebow can't throw. Uh, so some, some of them passes on that documentary, I was like, like thank God, person. It is what it is, man. Like, listen, no, nobody is mistaking Tim Tebow for uh, Dan Marino. Like, it's let's let's stop let's stop the cap. Like, Tim Tebow is an excellent football player, an excellent thrower of the football. He is not, not anyway. But now nah, we're super eight. good. So moving on to Friday, can we move on to Friday? Yeah, we let's move on to the next. Yeah, Florida. Oh, yeah. Uh, we will see what happens with our guy Money Graham and uh, and that Florida offense against. Hey man. The- I- and no difficult test. I, I like I like a good Florida team because it makes Jacksonville fun. So you know, uh, hope you guys beat up on Utah and, and the hype can start building just for a massive letdown in Jacksonville. September 1st. Let me know which game y'all watching. You got Miami of Ohio at Miami. That's a just a weird game. Yeah. Miami versus Miami. I mean, who's okay. Central Michigan at Michigan State. Interesting. I'm interested in that one. Louisville at Georgia Tech. Probably the best game so far. Stanford at Hawaii. Not at all interested. So, yeah, I think I'm probably Friday night probably watching the Louisville Georgia Tech game. Yeah, Louisville uh, Tech is probably the the most interesting matchup that's out there. Uh, Georgia Tech now with former Texas A and M quarterback yes. Haynes King. Yes, he's got a yeah. weird ass throwing motion, dude. It, it, Haynes King is a worse thrower of the football than Tim Tebow. <laughs> his, <laughs> yo, his throwing motion is wild. For it's, folks that haven't seen, I hate um, Haynes King he's for whatever terrible. reason. Yeah, you need to you need to go look at his uh, throwing motion. I'm surprised that they named him the starter. They had that uh, Pyron kid that was supposed to be pretty good. So I guess they brought him the, in as a transfer. You, you knew he had the inside track. Right? Yeah, yeah. Same thing with you know Thorn at Auburn, whatever. Yeah. Um, Louisville at Tech. Tech is plus eight, but it's it's uh, it's in uh, Mercedes Benz. It's a kickoff Chick Fil A game. So, but Georgia Tech has not done good in those games. So, uh, so you said you're interested in Central Michigan, Michigan State. It's interesting. Uh, it's not. I mean, of the games that you mentioned, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, just because it being an in-state situation, um, I didn't know if we you have had like a, something. Well, we have their we have their former quarterback. Oh, so true, like, true, true. Trying to see, you know, what kind of mess he left because apparently, uh, and they and their their number one wide receiver left too. So apparently, you know, things ain't looking yeah. so sweet up there for uh, your boy Mel Tucker. Look, uh, with, with Michigan State. I've said this many a times, gentlemen, and I'll say it again. There are coaches that are a hell of a defensive coordinator, a hell yeah. of an offensive coordinator. When you go become a head coach, guys, it's a different beast. Yes, <laughs> yes, they had yeah. success. Your boy, your boy there at Georgia. Yeah. I Must. mean, Bo- Bobo, Muschamp, uh, yeah. both of them. They both were head coaches. Um, you know, and, and Mel Tucker, they caught fire that first year he was there. Kenneth Walker helped him out with that a lot yeah. and helped him get a really good contract. But, you know, there's some guys that – you, Dan Quinn, he he was not that great at the Falcons. Yes. Pretty yeah. good as a DC at the at the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, I mean the list you could you could go down yeah. the list on guys. Yeah, there's a lot of guys who just um, you know were better off staying as coordinators and will probably would make more money in their entire career just being that as opposed right. to tarnishing their career trying but to be a head coach. Can't, a lot of these guys got egos, man. You can't tell them they can't do something, you know. So they want that. I'm, next I'm a step. big 49ers fan. I just want to just take a minute to say this. 
I hated the fact that the 49ers made Mike Singletary a head coach because he was a damn good defensive coordinator and linebackers coach. And you never heard from him again after he became a head coach. It's like he faded into oblivion. No, I think is I want to say like he's I'm not saying he never got a job again. I'm just saying like you just nobody heard from like Mike Singletary was on track to be like one of those DCs where he's like the guy. Legendary. And they when they promoted him to head coach, man, it killed him. Yeah, man. So this was the this was the track of Oh, God. Mike Singletary. God bless him. So, yeah, they put him to the head coach for that one year. Then he went to the Vikings for a couple years as a linebackers coach. Then he took three years off of football, came back as a defensive assistant for the Rams in 2016. And then he was the head coach for Trinity Christian Academy in Texas. See what I'm saying? And then he went to be the head coach for the Memphis Express and the TSL Generals. He's the, He was a defensive coordinator. Yeah, his – that sucks, It went man. off the rails, man. It went off the rails. He sh- he should have been a guy who was a linebacker coach for a couple more years instead of taking that head coaching job, went on to be a defensive coordinator somewhere, and that would have been how he was remembered. Great linebacker, great linebacker coach, great DC. I don't think he ever should have been a head coach. There's plenty of them out there. Speaking of, this leads us into early Saturday morning, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We haven't gone an episode without speaking about him, so let's not start now. I mean, this is the time to talk about him again. Hey, man. Colorado versus TCU. Hey. TCU is a 20-and-a-half-point favorite. There's a lot of talk, guys, coming out about this Colorado team that is not good. Uh, they don't have the depth. They yeah. may be like eight guys. That's it. Uh, I'm, I'm so curious. So curious to watch this game. I want to see, I want to see Dion on the sidelines. Like, is is Dion gonna be on the sidelines? I know he's got that problem mm-hmm. with his yeah. foot. He is. Yeah. He, he's gonna be riding a little scooter or something like that, probably. But no, he's on a Segway. So, yeah. um, I'm just really curious in this game. I feel like that number's kind of low too. TCU just came out of the national championship. Yeah, they got rocked by Georgia. They lost a lot too. After they, they lost, lost a lot, lot, but twenty and a half seems low. For having Colorado come to your come to your field, that might be one. If you're if you're in the betting field, listeners, might be one I might take a little spin on. You think they you think they cover that twenty and a half? Yeah, from what I've heard about Colorado, like yeah, I think so. I think I think Colorado might surprise some people, man. I don't think they win the game, but I do think Colorado covers. Yeah, ooh, just because I'm not a believer that TCU is. I mean, listen, I think Sonny is a a good offensive coordinator, but. Like who is 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 what is it the Chandler Morris kid? Is that who's playing quarterback for them this know. year? I don't even know. That's what, that's kind of my point. Like Max Dugan was a revelation for them last year. He wasn't even the Chandler Morris started the season for them, and they kind of stumbled into Max Dugan. Did oh, they yeah, pick they the right are. quarterback? They are starting Chandler Morris. Yeah. So it's, do they have the right QB to be the trigger man for that? And do they have the guys on the outside that they because they had who was the wide receiver that they had last year that was like all world oh, uh, Quentin Johnson. Yeah. Not there anymore. Yeah. Right. So like, how did they reload? I haven't kept up enough with TCU in this off season to know the answer to that. Um, so that's the only reason I have questions about how many points they're going to be able to score. Not that Colorado is any formidable team, but is TCU going to be out there actually being able to put up points uh, this year? Uh, TCU brought in a couple uh wide receivers. They brought in Warren Thompson from Florida state. Kenny, that name might ring a bell. Uh, Jojo Early no, from okay from Bama. Bama. They yeah. brought him in. Uh, they That's also speed. brought in JP Richardson yeah. from Oklahoma State, the white kid. Okay, I think uh, I remember seeing a couple of highlights of him uh, last year. So they brought some kids in. They brought some kids in. All right, all right. That's decent. Oh, they also they also brought in Tommy Brockermeyer, who was the five star Bama tackle. He is out at TCU. Interesting. All right. Well, TCU. Listen. They gonna have to, again. I'm I'm not a Chandler Morris believer yet, um, but we'll look, see whether or not he could do it. I'm looking at their uh, depth chart TCU on their offensive side of the ball. They got, I think, eight seniors guys. So mm. their defense might be all right. Uh, that's a game I'll be keeping a. Uh, that'll Definitely. probably be on, that'll be on the main TV. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be peeking over at that for one. the for the noon game. You also have Virginia Tennessee. Does that intrigue mm. you at all? Uh, Virginia Maybe two years ago. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's what's the dude's name? That's uh, is it Bronco Mendenhall? Is he still the coach there? I don't know. I, I was just about to say Quinn Blanding. I don't know. No, uh, 
he got he's it's a new coach because I thought Dan Mullen would have been a good hire. I think they got a, a different uh, guy. head coach Tony Elliott. He is the former Clemson. Oh, that's uh, right. Tony Elliott is there. Yeah, I don't think apparently they said Virginia's football team is one of the bottom five as well. So yeah, I, I don't know that I'm interested in watching Virginia play football. You got Ohio State, Indiana. Yeah. Uh, Indiana boy, seems to believe that they're going to shock some people this year, but so they are a thirty-point uh, dog. They usually, they usually get close, and it'd be like a a late game play that Ohio State gets, and then it like goes crazy, like the last seven minutes. Ohio State yeah. just scores like three touchdowns. Well, there, if you like, if you like Indiana in that situation, they're a thirty-point dog, so you got a lot of points to work with. Boise uh-huh. State at Washington, see Michael Penix, maybe. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really turned that on. Listen, though. man, there, there isn't a quarterback in the Pac-12 that I think is actually good in real life besides Caleb Williams. Mm. Wow. So you inadvertently? I think Shador. I think. I think. Oh, see, I wasn't even thinking about him, but no, you were. You were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Shador. I think Shador's good, man. Stop the cap. I, I think, think Shador's is. all right. I, I think, think Shador's all right for HBCU. Is he all right for Pac-12? I think he's good for like a group of five team. Like I don't, I don't know if Pac-12 ready. Yeah, I, if, I don't know if he's ready he for wasn't, that yet, man. If he wasn't coming in with already expert of the playbook and expert of their play style and all that stuff, like he was just coming in as a, you know, like everybody else, then maybe. But the fact that he's coming in, he, he probably knows the playbook better than the new OC. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's going to be one of those. Um, I don't. I'm not saying they're going to be USC, but how easy they came in because Caleb already knew everything and where everybody's supposed to go, what they're supposed to do. I think that'll translate um, to some I'm success. Not, for I, them. I, I I I can agree that he's not going to have the the learning curve in the new offense. I think he's the the play speed is where he's going to have issues. Right? Like, I don't know that. And again, this is the Pac-12. Everybody threw for like 4,000 yards in that league last year. So um, if he tears it up in the Pac-12, I'll just be like, okay, that's Pac-12 defense. It's like I'm not going to take that as an endorsement of Shadur Sanders. And I've watched his tape. I think Shadur is – he's a decent quarterback. Like I don't – he is by far not terrible. He was not Heisman hype like his dad was trying to sell him last year. Uh, But I think he's decent. But I just don't think the Pac-12 plays defense particularly well. Outside of the team that Kenny thinks they're going to go up there in, in ten point, mm. uh, I mean, hey, I think they'll get crushed in the trenches. But I think, you know, I think they have the athletes to compete with TCU. But the trenches, they're going to get destroyed. <laughs> so, here's another interesting game for you guys Saturday because there's not many. Because I mean, you you got cupcakes, a lot, a lot of cupcakes on Saturday, right? For sure. Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina. You that, that is an on? interesting game. That, that's that's probably game. the game I am most interested in that is not my own game. Yeah. Yeah. Drake yeah. May versus Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if these two teams are going to look this up. Did they play last year? Ooh. Um, I, doubt, I don't think so. I, don't, I, don't I feel like this might be a rematch of last year, but I'm not, I don't think so. Seems like it would be. Uh, I don't see it. On here, that's yeah. They, they didn't play last year, so this might be the start of a home and home for them. Uh, curious. That's a that's a Ooh, decent game. They have South Carolina at home as the two and a half point dog. So if you like a little SEC value there, South Carolina is a home dog. Yeah, right? maybe take the money line on on South Carolina there as a home dog. That, is North Carolina going to play defense this year? That's the question. That is uh, they didn't stop nobody last year, though. That is the question. Uh, that's a 7 30 kick. That's it. Yeah, that's what I say. I'm I'm definitely tuning it because my our game should be over with by then. I'm gonna definitely be trying to watch that one. See, so Georgia plays at six against UT Martin. That really kind of the game will be over with by halftime. You're you're good to go, yeah. But like the you know, I gotta do a three hour show afterwards, so like I gotta watch. You're gonna you're gonna miss most of that. (laughs) You might as well, you just got to catch the rewatch on that one. That's why I love like the the late Pac 12 games, which I'm so bummed out that they're disembarking away from that and going to a Pac 4 because like used to I have to do my show, so I can't really these 7 30 games. I'm just watching like game cast or like stats yeah i don't when i get off like the pac-12 is where i go that's that's my home pac-12 after dark is is me who's the dude you got you got you got the pac-12 network 
I don't, bro. I don't. <laughs> I they, about to say, were, were you one of the four a, people subscribed to the Pac-12 network? Yeah, they normally have a uh, ESPN game on, though. So, just sucks, man. It don't just, worry. The Big Ten will have you covered because they have most of the Pac-12 teams joining them. So you'll just true. That would be nice, but um, that'd be interesting watching Ohio State kick off at 10, 1030. Yeah. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Ohio State fans would go for that, but they uh, they that's, have, the, that's the thing I think that we've talked about this before that's the thing i think that's going to suck the absolute most is for the late kick when you're and you know and on eastern time and your team is in eastern time and but they're kicking late they're doing the late game on the west coast like mm-hmm. auburn plays uh cal and it's like a 9 30 central kick right that's late bro. like when that game is over with and we have to do our post game it's going to be like one o'clock in the morning bro when georgia <laughs> We did a three-hour show after the national championship game. I didn't get into the bed until three thirty in the morning, and I was at home. Yeah, yeah, I was at home doing the show. We were, and we could have kept going too. We had a ton of people watching. We had like seven people on the screen, just talking. And finally, I was like, "Guys, it's yeah. three thirty in the time morning. To shut it down. Like, <laughs> it's, we're, we're done. We can talk about it. Like, we get it. We got a we whole won. year to celebrate yeah. this. Let's, yeah, let's... yeah. We we could talk tomorrow, guys. Uh, but tomorrow is now today. So can we? Can we get on with it? Um, yeah, I just the, the late kicks, man, is crazy because I think you, I mean, people are gonna watch, right? Like it. Oh yeah. If, you, if that's your team, you're gonna watch it. But I do think that's that's I think that's kind of the issue that a lot of you know Pac-12 teams and their players have had traditionally over the years, though, is that even if they're good, nobody's watching those games, right? Like you, you can see now, highlights and all that kind of thing. With like, if you're not but out now, people are going to have to watch those games because people want to watch Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. Like they yeah. want to watch those teams. Speaking of, this is my, this might be. Is this the best? No, it's not. I was going to say, is this the best weekend of football? Um, I wouldn't say yes because you don't have NFL. So like, I'm talking about you could just sit on the couch for. The you got a Thursday, time. you got Friday, you got Saturday, but you don't have. Well, is there a there is a Sunday game? Oh, there's a Sunday there. game regular season. season. Yeah, the Sunday game is LSU Florida State. Yeah, and then you got on Monday Ooh. because of the it's holiday. Day, yeah. You got Clemson Duke. So this might I don't know, guys. I don't want to I don't want to like throw it out there. This might be the best weekend of college football of the year. You got, you got as a college football fan, with it being a holiday weekend, I I tend to agree because you can literally go from Thursday to Monday and be. You can go. Everywhere. You can go five days, Ike. Yeah. With a with a good game, and there's and by saying there's a decent game every night. Like right. Thursday, you're gonna have a good matchup with Florida and Utah. The Friday, Friday. games are kind of Friday. You got it, Louisville, Georgia Tech, but like yeah. Friday, you you Ohio, uh, Miami, Miami of Ohio. Oh yeah, that you know. I mean, you'll have you'll you'll have a that's know. that's Kenny secretly preying on Miami's down. Right, by the way, right. Like he's that's just hoping Miami gets beat by Miami of Ohio, or at least makes it interesting, is it a, so he can. Is it a secret? No, <laughs> but, but Friday, hey, right? But Friday night, Friday night, you're kind of chilling, right? So like, you're not really digging college football. Yeah, you're, you're watching the game, but right. you might be doing something right. else, or you but know, then you're Saturday, out at the sports bar, chilling, right? Up right. On the TV. Then Saturday comes, boom! You got your team plus a couple other good games. Yeah. Then Sunday night, I'm telling y'all, that's the game of the year, bro. LSU Florida State, that's the game of the year. We're getting in week one, dude. Mark it down, write it in your calendars, and then to follow it up on. September 4th, you got Clemson going to Duke. Yes, Duke is a 12-and-a-half-point dog at home, but it's a Monday, Labor Day game. Those games are always crazy. Clemson might get upset against Duke to finish off week one. Boom. Oh, you th- Wait, 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 wait. You're not they about might. to just run past Clemson getting upset by Duke. Where, where is that coming from? It's it's not coming from – It's okay. So Riley Leonard's a pretty good quarterback, the, the Duke quarterback. He's pretty decent. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I think uh, he's probably top three in that conference as far yeah, as quarterbacks. For sure. For sure. And the reason I say they could get, uh, you know, uh, Clemson could get beat is it's Labor Day. Like it's a weird game. It's a Monday night. You got to like kind of get up for that game. I'm just saying, like it's stuff happens in those games. That Sunday night game, that LSU Florida State game, something's gonna happen in that game. That Thursday night game, something's gonna happen in that game. The Friday night, that's eh, kind of close enough to Saturday. Like, you know, I don't know if anything's gonna happen crazy there. 
But these other games, something's going to happen. That's just how it always is, man. We come out of week one and we're like, damn, that and that happened. This is where I could see one of those happening, Clemson Duke. Okay, I'm not I'm not mad at it because I don't know that uh, you know Clemson Clemson to me defensively though I just wonder whether or not Duke can stand up in the trenches like I think Leonard's a good quarterback but whether or not the trenches they're going to be able to deal with them is really I, the question I agree have. but you know Labor Day up there at Duke anything could happen all right I'm not mad at that take I just I wasn't expecting it so if you it. Kenny, give me your most likely upset. Is that your most likely upset there, Paul? Um, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. I like Kenny that. Kenny B, what's, I mean, what's your most likely team to get upset this weekend? Utah. Uh, yeah, never, never mind. I don't even. I don't even know why I asked that but, question. But no. But um. But realistically, uh, I, uh, I'm Outside looking for of that, Miami man. to get upset. Come, on, bro. Come on, against my like. <laughs> Are we doing a show here? Are you just what is going on? Like, yeah, what? You like, just said Miami like, get upset by Miami of Ohio. What? That's it. That's the one. Kenny, you are my favorite Florida fan ever, bro. Ever. That's, that's In the, the history one. of Florida fans. You are my favorite. I don't. I'm, I'm trying to think of all the different matchups, man. Like crazy stuff can happen. But you said my he was, favorite. You was riding. You was riding. Uh, Shador, why don't you go with that one over TCU? Yeah, that was Ooh, the one I was expecting. Yeah. Was Colorado. Yeah, was yeah, yeah. I forgot the about them. I forgot about them. Yeah, man, man give me Colorado over uh, TCU. TCU. Interesting. Ike, what you got, man? Because that that's just crazy talk. That that is wild. That is wild. Um, most likely team to get upset. Ooh. Um. You know what? I'm. It, I, South Carolina's the dog in that game, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. two and a half. That's, that's a, not that's a big easy, upset. It's yes, kind of an easy cop out. Yes, we both went double thing. digit dogs here. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me think of a uh, an actual interesting one. Likely Boise? to get upset. I'll give you this: uh, Boise State Boise against Washington. Yeah, Washington's what's the, what's a fourteen and a half point yeah, favorite. Give me that. Give that's me that. That's a good one. So I think I think get- Michael Penix throws for like. 300 yards and they still lose we need to do this every week it's called a uh, double digit dog okay find I'm a double, yeah write that down because yeah. i'm gonna forget a double, <laughs> we got and, and keep up with it too right keep yeah up with it. i got you i got yeah, you. So double digit dog you cannot go below double digits you got to pick a dog yeah. let's see if we can actually I, I would be curious if one of us could go 500 like that would be really tough that would be extremely tough to go 500 yeah to pick season. a double digit dog yeah that's yeah. hard yeah, that's super hard to do. But, take uh, some, yeah, I like it. I like it. We'll, we'll, we will look put we, it on the books. That is look, a we weekly just stumble thing. into something like that. Yeah, Boom. I love it. Double digit dogs right here. Amen corner. You heard it here first, folks. If you want the biggest payout on, you know what? I might just yeah. put it in on a parlay too. every week on a parlay. You're going to put a double digit dog on a parlay. I'll put all three of them, bro. Oh, all three. Ooh. OK, yeah. So I'll take yeah. Boise. You know I'll what? That's Boise. interesting. I'll take Colorado and I'll take uh if my book, if my bookie will let me, I'll take Duke too. He might be like, "Yo, that's too much." But uh, we'll see. <laughs> so like you put, right now. You, you put a five uh, a five dollar bet down and win like five thousand dollars or something. Yeah, this is one like of those. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's what's yeah, up. I okay, like I got it. I, I, we will definitely make that a thing here on Amen Corner. Double digit dogs. They don't take that to the don't take that to the main show neither. Like, nah, 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 nah. You nah. know what I'm saying? Is, this is definitely a aim. The only other show that might try to cop this is B. Will is doing a betting segment thing. Oh, yeah. He's definitely taking it. He definitely yeah. taking it. But he, nah, he, we can't have this one. So, B. Will, if you're listening, they'll be trying to steal our stuff, man. Get Come your on. own. Yeah. Get your Double own. digit dogs. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here. I am looking forward to this next show because the talking is done. We're going to see what happened in these games and what's up. All right, let's get out of here and uh, Kenny B, tell the people how they can find all the shenanigans happening with the Florida Gators and what y'all got going on. If you ain't tuned in, you best tune in before I get banned. Uh, (laughs) T2T underscore KB2. Oh, man. Hold on. I haven't. So I'm going to be honest. I haven't watched the show. Um, Is your boy... Giving you a hard time, as hard a time as we are about Florida right now, coming into the season. Oh man, every day. Okay, it's a every. It's he's a doing every. He's doing, he's doing the day, Lord's work. Then. Every day, annoying. You know, sometimes <laughs> I get, sometimes I, I get, I shut him up a little bit, but for the most part, 
Steve, you know, Steve O be coming for your neck though, so I'm not mad. Steve O be coming. I get it. Yeah. Like I said, man, before they won their first one, I mean they've been hearing it his whole life. So <laughs> I'll give him two years. All right. All right. Anyway, continue. I I, I cut you off. Toe to toe, talk to him. Toe to toe underscore. I mean T2T underscore KB2 uh, on Twitter and Toe to Toe Sports. Sorry for my guest. It's all good, man. It's dad life. We understand it. Podcast P, talk to the people. Yeah, man. So you can find me on Twitter at P Mahari. That's P M A H A R R Y. So come check me out. And also check me out uh, Saturday if you just want to come talk about Georgia football. We'll be doing the post game overreaction show over on the YouTube channel. Hey, largest Georgia football YouTube channel. Not out. mad at it. Hey. EOS out there doing things. Ike. Yes, indeed. Uh, I just wanted to give you an update. I cannot bet those three games. Uh, uh, I cannot get the money line on any of those. So wow. uh, I, that that kind of takes away from that fund right there. It does. I, <laughs> but, I knock at the door like, uh, no. <laughs> but, Ike, what is oh, fun? Wait a minute. None of them? There's no, none of them that are going to be? I can't be? get any money lines on any of them with my wow. bookie. I can just take the spread. Okay. Yeah. So, but what is fun, Ike, is following you on Twitter. Where can yes, I do indeed. that? TWR Ike Jones on uh, X, the whatever they want to call it right now. And uh, we are the War Report on all social media. Hit us up, War Report on YouTube. That's it. We're out of here. We will be back at you guys next week and we will find out whether or not Kenny is prophetic or whether or not he's going to be having to eat some crow. And that's going to be fun either way. Either he's going to come in here with his I told you so's or to see what had happened was. One of the two is going to happen, and we'll see what happens with our double-digit dogs next week. We're out of here until the next time. Peace!